and rules under the scrutiny of bosses and management one show breaks all the rules to deliver entertaining compelling and educated radio and stand above all the rest and this show isn't it are you ready for this it's the jojo and scotty's show after the show enjoy hey man what's happening what's going on with you no i mean this morning i feel bad this morning i'm talking to the guy who's pumping the gas and like i just come up with a little conversation like how you doing he'll say oh good it's like you know what's happening let's kind of start talking but then i gotta go into the wawa and get my stuff and then he keeps on we're talking about uh kids having off of school he's like oh the holiday's coming up he's like yeah i forgot my kids have off the other whole week I was like, yeah, it seems like kids have a lot of time off, like like now that we didn't have growing up. They have off all this week? Uh, no, he means uh, like after the holidays. He's oh. not looking forward to his kid being home for the week. Yeah, that was always fun, that week after Christmas getting off. Oh, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. yeah. My son, it's wrapping up Rowan. He gets done the 17th, doesn't go back to the 14th of January. It's not. It's a whole month off, it's man. It's a whole month. Yeah. Yeah. So he starts talking, and I'm like, well, I got to go in. So now he's, he's talking, he's talking, and I'm walking into the wild wild, but like I have things I have to do. Like I need yeah. to get out of here, you know? Yeah, I felt bad. I was with uh, like that with my neighbors yesterday. I walked out to throw some trash away, and uh, they're they're walking by doing their power walking. Right? They're very nice people, and I waved to them. And I'm like, hey, "How's everybody doing? Good." And they kind of did that like stutter step to stop and talk. You don't want that. And yeah. I was like in the mid turn to go back into the house, and I was like, "I got some stuff to do." Bye. Yeah. Let me guess. Uh, socks and basketball shorts, and you're cold. Uh, That's usually how I get caught out there. Sneakers, okay. Basketball shorts, yeah, and a hoodie. Oh, gotcha. Okay, I wasn't so too I was, cold. And it was yesterday. sixty yeah. degrees yesterday, yeah. so no, I was comfortable. I was just in the middle of cleaning. Right. I had oh, oh I was self cleaning the oven. Gotcha. So I had I had <laughs> I had things to do inside, and I had to uh, I had to rush back, and I felt bad. I felt like ah oh, man, like I really should have taken the time to really talk to them, and I didn't because yeah, they're very things, nice. Yeah, people. I got things going on. I know, I know, but I always I get down on myself because I'm like, you know what? I should have gave those people time because I know they probably would have gave me time if I walked by their house. Now, you did that yesterday because it's warm and it stinks, right? Because I remember that growing up. Mom would self-clean the oven. It was that chemical yeah. smell going through the house. Well, it's just burning everything off. I could open up some windows. Yeah, for, gotcha. you know, I, there was just nothing going on. Like No one was using the oven for yeah. a good chunk of time. So why not? After Thanksgiving and everything, let's sure. yeah. self-clean that bad boy. Not Let's us. We just, we just leave it in the bottom there. Burr, you know? Burn yeah. 500 degrees. <laughs> yes, just right. a little pile of dust when it's all done. <laughs> you ever try and cook anything in the self-cleaning mode? That'd be kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's, someone, not gonna, it's not going to go well. What's a burger look like at 750 <laughs> degrees? Uh, everybody, it's two for Tuesday. We're going to dive into that. Back-to-back song, same artist. We're going to find a ZXL workforce employee of the day today, too. And your first pick of the morning uh, will get rolling. How do you forget about this? We got tickets to West Side Story. That is right. Steven Spielberg taking on the classic. Uh, it's going to be over at the Harbor Square Theaters, Ventnor, Stone Harbor, Northfield. We'll hook you up with tickets for that coming up. But uh, everyone's been like, oh, this Beatles documentary, it's mind-blowing. It's so awesome. The Beatles, the Beatles, the Beatles. 
had enough of the Beatles. Yeah. I'm tired of the Beatles. I'm not a Beatles fan. Even I don't, don't want to watch your stupid Beatles documentary. Even people that don't like the Beatles say it's a good documentary. Yeah, they're, they're like, like oh, oh, but I really don't like the so Beatles. So good. And I don't like people telling me to and really put it's one thing if you're like, hey man, Beatles documentary, it's good. It's another thing to be like, hey man, you gotta watch it. It's the best thing ever. It's yeah. changed your life. I swear to God, it's it, it, it's mind blowing. Yeah, nothing really is mind blowing you could put on TV. Okay, because you pushed it so hard, I don't want to watch yeah. it now. Uh, so I thought, hey, let's dabble in the Beatles, right? Let's maybe play some songs that I remember that I liked from the Beatles. Uh, this is off the album Help. It's you have to hide your love away. 100.7 ZXL South Jersey's Rock Station. ZXL Morning Show. Good morning, everybody. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! F***ing thing sucks! I'm Scotty. Good morning. Here's some news for yous. New Jersey yesterday reported another seven COVID-19 deaths and 2,525 cases as the state's hospitals reported more than 1,200 patients. For the first time in seven months, the state's seven-day average for new positive tests increased to 3,091, up 64% from a week ago and 191% from a month ago. Roughly 16 months after tolls on the New Jersey Turnpike and Garden State Parkway went up in 2020, drivers who use the state's two largest toll roads are facing another 3% toll hike on January 1st. Tolls last increased on September 13th, 2020, by 36% on the turnpike. Why does New Jersey suck? 20% so on the parkway and 37% on the expressway. Yeah, it's now like $5. To, to, that, that It used to be the $2. It used to be the dollar toll. Then it was the $2 toll. Then it was the, Now it's the $4.90, I think it is, that toll out by uh, Mays Landing. It's almost like because we use Easy Pass, like we don't think about it. And you don't. You just go through the toll and then you get billed later. But, I mean, I don't know, man. Like the, even the Walt Whitman Bridge used to be $2 growing up. Now it's fine. Yeah, it's like some, I'm looking at $4.90 on this. I remember taking this. Like I said, it was like a dollar toll. And $4.90, you, just round, you might as well round it up to 5 It's like making it four ninety nine. And how come things never come down? Like, wouldn't it be awesome hey, after the first... Tolls are going to drop by 50 cents. You'd be like, wow, man, thanks for throwing us a bone. Uh, I guess the uh, increase is to fund a 10-year, $24 billion capital plan on the Parkway and Turnpike and a similar $500 million plan for the Expressway. Well, where's all the weed money? Uh, yeah. has Where's that? Where uh, is the weed money? Is weed legal yet? Gas prices nationally and in New Jersey have fallen slightly in recent days amid news of the Omicron variant of COVID-19 <laughs> and travel restrictions announced by the Biden administration. Uh, AAA says the average price of a gallon of regular gas in New Jersey, this on Friday, was three forty-three, down two cents from last week. Drivers were paying an average of two twenty-eight a year ago. The national average for a gallon of regular gas is three thirty-seven, down two cents from last week. Drivers were paying two sixteen. A year ago. What changed in a year? Hmm. Oh, I know. The president. Grandpa. Uh, that's news. What about sports? Patriots beat the Bills 14-10 in Monday Night Football. Sixers beat the Hornets 127-124. They do it again tomorrow against the Hornets. The Avalanche beat the Flyers 7-5. Flyers-Devils. That's going to be tomorrow. The Flyers, after nine straight losses, but after the eighth straight loss, they fired their head coach. I don't know. Elaine Vignot. Yeah. I'm yeah. gonna that's what I'm gonna call him. That's good. Uh 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 Alan. Alan Vignolt. I I <laughs> something like that. A guy he don't work here no more. Uh along with uh Mike Terry and also uh assistant coach Mike Yeo 
will fill in uh, as the interim head coach. There you go. That's news. That's sports. Yeah, hey, uh, clouds and sun today. High up to 44 clouds tonight. Overnight low of 31. Tomorrow for your Wednesday, clouds, rain. And I have the 4136 outside right now, 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's Rock Station ZXL Morning Show. This is crazy. A car got stolen out of my neighborhood two nights ago. Whoa, time to move. That is a big deal. Like, I'm pretty good with this. My wife is terrible. She'll leave her Like keys. the whole car? Not just robbed, but the car was oh, stolen? the whole car. Yeah, because, see, uh, yeah, like, kids come by okay. and they, they pull on the handles okay, and right, they go. Okay. And, I, I, I have neighbors like this, too. Was it stolen or was it repoed? It's uh, it's interesting. Uh, it and was it was lit on a fire on the side of the road and then driven into a pond. That's always fun when a neighbor's like, I can't believe my car was stolen last night. Oh, okay. I'll call the police. No, 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 no. Uh, don't, don't, worry, don't you worry about calling the police. I already handled it. And it's like, all right, well, that means that car got repoed. Well, I love that because I get the I get the repo trucks in the morning because it's right around yeah. a little bit around four o'clock between yeah. four and four thirty, and that's when you know that's when they come out because everybody's nestled in, you know, sleeping tight. No, so this is interesting. So, uh, so something he the guy they, their car gets stolen. The guy gets in a car and he chases down the car that you know the the people stole. So the guy so the the guy sees them stealing his car. Yeah, so they get he gets in he follows them. Now they drive down the road. Now they they got the car back because they pull over to the side of the road, and I guess whoever was stealing it just starts running into the woods, got, and they kind of get away. Yeah, so they're just kind of looking for them. So maybe it was just kids going for a joyride. Yeah, but I'm like, man, are, have kids stepped up their game? Because it used to be you just I grab know. on the handle, and maybe you yeah. get, maybe there's an iPod inside, or you know, you swipe out some change or something. But like, even in a world of debit card, like, what are you really going to get other than cash? And I would hope people don't leave their wallets in there. Like, I don't know, somebody left their keys in their car. What are the chances of that? We had that when I first moved into my neighborhood. Uh, guy, we every year the cops always tell you, at the end of the school year, you're always going to get uh, car break-ins. Kids are, kids are home from school. They're bored. They go up, like you said, they jiggle the door handle. We get that. Every year you get the alert from the cops. Lock your cars, car doors because yeah. for the next week or two, kids are going to be bored and they go, or they have people who do like sweeps of neighborhoods, and uh, the cops will send out an alert, being like, "Hey, we we know that there's a group of people, and it looks like they're going to hit this area for the next week." Yeah, that is the good thing about the Facebook face, like the Facebook page that we have for the neighborhood, because that will yeah. come up. And so then- a guy, when I first moved there, uh, left his keys in the visor, and dumb kids, wow, yeah, went to go get grab change or whatever out of the car, saw the keys. Took his car. Now, once again, so you've stepped up your game if you take up, the car. I don't think kids realize that. And yeah. then they get behind the wheel. They 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 get freaked out. And luckily, they dropped this guy's car off like at the next development yeah. and took off. Uh, so the guy got his car back. But uh, yeah, I don't think kids think about that. They, they you know they're going for change. Okay, that's a petty crime. Now you're doing now you're doing actual auto theft when you when you pull that car out. Of that guy's driveway or parking spot. Yeah, and I remember being at a party, man, and uh, it was a my buddy's. It was my buddy's house, and his grandmom had left her car in there. I remember my buddies taking the car. I didn't get in the car, but my buddies took the the car during the party. I think it was like 15, 16 years old, going for a joyride. <laughs> and you look at it now, and it's like, yeah, that's yeah. that's some serious stuff. Like, I don't know, man, you're gonna steal a car now. Probably what happened is probably what happened like January sixth, where. 
they get in, they're like, you know what, let's take this car. And then they realize, yeah, what do we well, do? wait a minute. And they didn't expect the guy to chase them either. Yeah, no, not at all, man. You're taking that right to the chop shop. Yeah. yeah so they haven't found the kids yet, but uh, they did get back the car, so good for them. That's good. There's nothing worse, man, that empty pit-in-your-stomach feeling when you go to look for something and it's not there. Yeah, like, like a that, car. That guy walking out into his driveway, and there was a car there last night, yeah. and there's not a car there now. <laughs> There's the worst. I've had that happen with bikes stolen out of garages. Like, you know it's there, or it's supposed to be there, and it's not. And you're trying to make all these different scenarios in your head. Did I take it to down the shore? Forget the bike. Did we move the bike into the backyard? And then you finally come to that realization. Someone entered my property and took something yeah, from Yeah, I've never been broken into, but it is an odd feeling, man, to know somebody else was there. It is. And, and dum-dums, the one time we had a kid steal a bike out of our garage. The kid lived like four houses down from us. You don't do that. No, you take that to a different neighborhood, man. Yeah. That's, yeah. And it's like... Kids, uh, are, kids are so dumb. Like the cops literally just... The cops parked their car, took my statement, walked to the kid's house and knocked on the door. Yeah. Case solved. <laughs> they, they didn't even have to get back in their car. <laughs> it would be like stealing your neighbor's car and then parking it next door. Uh, look, we get back. We'll, uh, we'll knock out some rock news. Jojo and Scotty, Rock News. Got some rock news right here. Lindsey Buckingham has claimed his former bandmate Stevie Nicks was responsible for Fleetwood Mac's lack of new material in recent years. Still going on, huh? Still yeah, fighting? He's got a he's got a big beef with uh, the guys in Fleetwood Mac. They fired him, and I, I get it. Uh, in a conversation with Classic Rock Magazine, uh, he said, I had a bunch of songs in 2012. And Mick Fleetwood and John McVie and I went in uh, with a producer. Uh, this was before Christine McVie returned to the band in 2014. We very much wanted to draw Stevie in, and for some reason she refused to participate. Lindsey Buckingham further asserted that Stevie Nicks had gotten a little bit disoriented in her wanting to pursue Stevie Nicks in capital letters, if you will, meaning a solo run. It's odd. He has a female name and she has a guy's name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they dated for years. Oh, that's they weird. They may have even been married for a split How second. How odd is that? Like you're looking, you you sit there, go to sit down at dinner, and the waiter's like, "Oh, okay, Stevie. No, I'm Stevie. Uh, well, who's he, Lindsay? I, well, he's Lindsay. Lindsay said, "I think she kind of lost track of her writing a little bit, and maybe didn't think she had anything she felt she could offer, and so she did not want to be part of it." Later, when Christine McVie rejoined Fleetwood Mac, Buckingham had hoped Nick's would find a renewed interest in the group. Uh, that was not the case. He said it was like, "Well, Christine's back. Maybe now." Uh, Stevie will want to do this. Christine had a bunch of song ideas, and I helped her with those, and we eventually went in the studio and cut those, and we're still hoping for a Fleetwood Mac album. It never happened. It's all Stevie's fault. Alice Cooper, hardest working man in show business. Alice Cooper is taking his macabre rock and roll circus back out on the road in the spring of 2022. His next, uh, next North American tour will feature support from Buck Cherry. The Shock Rockers Spring Trek begins March 18th in Connecticut, concludes in California in April. Uh, closest shows we're going to get. Now, we got an Atlantic City show in September. So the closest ones we're going to get on his North American Spring Tour is March 22nd, Newark, at the New Jersey Performing Arts Center. Or you can take a trip up to the Poconos, uh, March 23rd, Wilkes-Barre, uh, at Mohegan Sun. Not the music of Alice Cooper, but would you say the whole shtick is kind of like a uh, like a poor man's Ozzy, like with the whole horror thing, or is he the horror oh, guy? Oh, he was he was Ozzy 
before Ozzy. Okay, so yeah, he was Alice the was horror the guy, guy who created it. Okay. Alice was the guy. He he started in the late '60s with that shtick. Uh, if anything, Kiss kind of took from him. Um, Ozzy took it. Ozzy was just crazy. I don't think Ozzy did scary stuff. Yeah. Ozzy was just nuts. And like where you know Alice Cooper, it was a bit. Like Ozzy really bit a a a, yeah. a, a, a bird's head <laughs> off, <laughs> you know. Like yeah, Ozzy did crazy stuff because he was drunk and did drugs. And Alice is the shtick. Alice, yeah, Alice, yeah. it's a Vegas act. Yeah. I mean, Alice is Penn and Teller, you know that kind of stuff. It's a lot of fun to see an Alice Cooper show, and even at his age now, he's got to be in his early seventies. Uh, the guy puts on a phenomenal show. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We'll wrap it up with this. Steve Jordan. The drummer who filled in for the late Charlie Watts on the Rolling Stones' most recent tour said everybody in the Stones really thought Charlie was going to come back. Uh, You have to understand, the week before Charlie passed, I'd gotten information he was doing better. That week, the rehearsals took on a different energy because we all thought he was recovering and Charlie would be back out on stage with us. The whole energy of the rehearsals were even upbeat because he was feeling better. We were playing this stuff with less of a burden. We were going to do this and play that, and Charlie was going to come back, and everything would be great. He said even prior to that, uh, Steve Jordan says he was under the impression that his role might not extend beyond initial rehearsals because once Charlie gave the go-ahead, Charlie was going to come back and drum with his band. I'd imagine they lived their lives with this. Nothing's ever going to stop them. Yes. Because and, they've been through so much. And so much. Gone, and they're so old now, and they're still doing it at a high level. It's and like, somebody hadn't died in the Stones in 50 years. Yeah. So it it was, you know, it, it was a... It was a shock, for sure. I mean, Bill Wyman left the band in the early 90s, but he's still alive. He still comes out on stage and plays with the guys. Um... But to, to lose a guy the way that they lost Charlie, that hasn't happened since the, the late 60s. Okay, so they have the new drummer, right? In for mm-hmm. Charlie. Mm-hmm. How many more members have to die before they stop touring? I mean, two more? I mean, you, you got to have at if least you lose, half, If right? you lose Mick or Keith, it's over. Okay, gotcha. I, I, could, I couldn't see... I, I could see them going on without Ronnie Wood, as much as I hate to say it. I could see that happening. But you lose Keith... If you try and go out as the Rolling Stones without Keith Richards, you're not right. And if you leave, if you lose Mick, yeah, forget it. I yeah, mean, you're you're. Uh, imagine, imagine you go out there and it's Scott Stapp from Creed yeah. <laughs> filling in for Mick. You're just a cover band at that point. Yeah, I mean, I'd say fifty percent. Well, fifty percent. Well, I guess not fifty percent because you got to be the staple. The band still kind of has to be and, there. And you see, it happens with bands like STP. You replace the lead singer so so many times, it becomes a joke. Yeah. Like, now they got a mechanic or something who's the lead singer. Like, what are you going to do? Like, really, Mick Jagger dies, and what are we going to have? The Rolling Stones with Machine Gun Kelly? Like, Phil Collins dies, right? That's it. Genesis stops touring? I mean, I think if you ask Genesis fans, Phil Collins died like 10 years ago. Gotcha. Okay. They just put him up there like Yoda on a stool. Uh, There you go. Some rock news for you. Two for Tuesday on 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's Rock Station, and the ZXL Morning Show. That's why we play two songs there by the same artist. The same artist. Two songs back to back. You know we do that all day? I, I, every now and then, I know I'm not a smart person, but I like to think, you know, every now and then that, uh, that, that I'm educated, but then I realize I'm not. And then there's a time that I realize that I'm still just a little kid. Like, I have the mindset of a child. You're street smart. I give you street smart cred. Uh, I'll tell you, I'm watching a commercial, and me and you have talked about this, that we laugh out loud still as adults, right? I'm, I'm close to 40. 
you're close to 50. Man, come on with that, bro. <laughs> so uh, me and you still laugh like little kids when animals act like humans. Funny. It is funny. Funny. There was a, there was a thing going around with uh, the sound of a goat. And they would have, and, and like just to watch a goat because they sat, they scream, and it sounds like a kid or a human. I'll, I'll give you some examples. There's a movie with Kevin James called The Zookeeper. It's not very good, but there's a, there's a gorilla in it, and the gorilla makes me laugh because he acts human. Yeah. Uh, there was a commercial for Geico where a manatee was in an aquarium, and he had a shirt on that said "Come at me, bro." Yeah. <laughs> like that. That makes me laugh. And now there's a new one, and uh, and I believe the animal is an emu. And the, the, the commercial is that uh, this emu is at this little farm, and the guy rolls up in his car, and the dog is, has the, his head out the side window, right? Just like all dogs do. Yeah. Well, the emu's jealous because the emu knows that he could never be in a car and poke his head out the side window. Why? Because it's next too long? Because it's next too long. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it would smack the, against the side of the car. The next thing you see is it's nighttime, and the emu has now gone into the office of the farm, and he's now typing online. And what, you're, what you find out is he's buying the owner a brand new car with a sunroof. God, so he can put his head so out he the can roof. put his head yeah, yeah. out the roof. Now, the thing that makes me laugh out loud is when the emu is in the office and you hear the typing. Yes. Because <laughs> I know, I'm smart enough to know that an emu can't type. But it makes me laugh thinking that that emu is sitting in a, a farm office typing away buying a new car. One of the all-time things that makes me laugh when it comes to animals, and we grew up watching the show. The show was terrible, but it was, it was Mr. Ed. It was the oh, horse that yeah. would talk, and it was great because it was Wilbur, and, and the, horse, the horse was smarter than Wilbur, and it would give him advice and tell him how things to do. <laughs> There's a scene where somehow they get the horse on the baseball field. I think I don't know if it's a Yankees or what. Yeah, there he played baseball. Where the horse swings the bat and hits the yeah. ball, and he's running around. And I, I, I want to say he slides. Hey, 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 Wilbur. He slides into home plate. <laughs> yeah. And if if you want to laugh, go to YouTube. It's a stare. It's all in black and white. There's That's how no we watch way the show. in the world of the of ASAPCAQ92. That you mean show. the gay animal rights people? Yes, those. <laughs> that, yeah, what was it? The ASAPCA or whatever it is? SPC. Uh, stuff like that. Yeah. There is That show would never be allowed to be made right now. No, and then I don't know I don't know the, what the real story is, but you heard horrific things. Like First you heard they put peanut butter on the roof of the mouse so yeah, it would move so, around, and I get that. And then I heard they shocked the horse to get him to make the sounds. <laughs> Poor Mister Ed. Yeah, yeah, but that's a great, yeah, that's a great thing, man. Where they bring like a like a human characteristic into an animal. It's Maybe hysterical. I, like I always, I I'm terrified of monkeys because I heard they can they can like rip your fingers and face off. Yeah, you want to hug them. But like mo- monkeys are so much fun because they act like humans. Like yeah. there's pictures of monkeys smoking. That a monkey smoking a cigarette is fantastic. Oh, yeah. It's in Hangover 2. Remember the monkey, the drug dealer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Well, Dr. Doolittle, too, with Eddie Murphy. It's yeah. not a bad film, but yeah, man. It's, you're Anytime. watching animals talk. It's hysterical. Anytime an animal acts like a human, I'm in 100%. And this emu commercial, I couldn't tell you what yeah. it's for. I'm guessing it's for a car, probably for Honda or something. Yeah. Isn't that a shame that they spend all that money? You don't even know what the product is. But when, he, <laughs> when the emu gets jealous and then goes at night into the office and yeah. is... Typing away. <laughs> and you just see its big dumb head and you hear the typing sound. It's fantastic and it makes me laugh. And then the next scene is you see the emu with its head out of the yeah. sunroof. Yeah, there you go, man.
Makes me laugh. Uh, hey, I got a pair of tickets to go see West Side Story at one of the Harbor Square theaters. Ventnor Square, Stone Harbor, Northfield. Uh, they're all beautiful locations. I was just at Ventnor this past weekend. The Ventnor Square location is unbelievable. And uh, West Side Story is coming out. Steven Spielberg is giving his take on West Side Story, the classic. If you want in, 609-677-107, West Side Story, Steven Spielberg's West Side Story, coming to a Harbor Square Theater, and I want to give you tickets, 609-677-107. Dial up right now. We'll make you the workforce employee of the day. We get back, we'll knock out some headlines. Taxes in New Jersey. Everybody complains about. Do you know my? You know my house is up for a tax auction. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna buy it. This is so. <laughs> Can I swoop in? <laughs> Can I let it go to the tax auction and then bid on it? Because I think it's gonna go up for about 123 dollars. Man, we actually had. Uh, we worked for a company that 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 almost happened with. Oh yeah, yeah. Where yeah. it was, it was one uh, ownership had it, uh, lost it, and then the people that took over that ownership bankrupt the company, and then the owners that they took it from almost swooped back in to buy it again. Yeah, I was a part of that whole thing that was going on. I'm like, I'm ruined for it. Like, yeah, let's get it for a low price. And this is one of those things where I. I, I guess I we got our uh, our house in Brigantine. Uh, we put like a deck on there and stuff, so the taxes went up a little bit. Yeah. So we didn't know, but I mean, of course, your taxes are going to go up a little bit, and I, I get that. I totally understand that. So I get a letter in the mail. That is the, the worst because you you do these things to your house to make it more comfortable for you. You know, you refinish a basement, you add on to a, a deck or something like that. And then all of a sudden they whack you with like, well, your house has been reassessed. Oh, God, yeah. And yeah. now it's going to be more money because it's nicer. I have an 8 by 8 concrete cubicle in my basement. I refuse to put a bathroom in. Now, I'd love to put a bathroom in, and it would help the house out. I'd love to do that. But they're going to hit me with my taxes, yeah. and like every, that's everyone's move. Is, is like That is a little crazy. When you think about it, when you break it down and you're like, wow, I'm being punished because— I'm trying to make my house nicer for my family. That's exactly what it is. And how about this? We've been thanked by the neighbors because the house was just, I mean, it was crumbling down. And we made, I mean, as far as I, you know, the street appeal looks great now. So it's like, how about we did something nice for the city of Brigantine? Yeah. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, this house would have floated away in the next big storm. So I get this, uh, I get a, a thing in the mail saying that my house is going to be up for auction. Now, they give you, I think it's like two months. It's going to happen, I think, early February. So everybody, get your checkbooks ready if you want to come there. I'm going to have one of those paddles at the auction. <laughs> no, so it's not that kind of auction, sir. You can put your paddle down. I just picture it like Happy Gilmore. Remember where the guy swoops in and takes his aunt's house and pays like you know yeah. like pennies for it? Pennies on the dollar. Yeah, yeah. Like I could see the auction, and there you are with your little paddle, uh-huh. you know? Yeah, uh, winner uh-huh. in the back. For, for I don't two, even like Brigantine. $250. But I'm like, maybe you just, maybe you ease us into it. And maybe there's a letter that says, hey, by the way, we yeah, recessed your house. And uh, here's my taxes and, are going to go up. It's $123. I am more than willing to pay it. But... You got to send a letter to bully me like, oh, and, it's going to go up for auction. And here's the thing, too. And I'm sure that uh, the person that is running the tax office in Brigantine is very nice yeah, and I very should, yeah. kind. I should probably start off with that because I have to go today after the show. But yeah. it's like, I'm pretty sure that your salary, which I'm, is probably comfortable, 
Maybe you call the person. There's not that many houses in Brigantine. Maybe you call up the homeowner and say, hey, do you know that there's this issue with your house? Would you like to rectify it? Whoa, Instead whoa, whoa, of sending whoa. a letter demanding it and threatening uh, to the owner. You mean a lovely voice in the other yeah. side of the phone calls me up and says, yeah. hey, Mr. Joe. Uh, by the way, you know what? We assessed your taxes. It's $123. It's not bad. Yo, but yeah, you, you did a little uh, work to the house. Can we, can we get that? And then yeah. I would say... Oh, sure. Yes. Let me get my credit card now. Yeah. No. How about that? Who's yeah. who's the person running this thing where they say, send them to the auction? That's what it is. <laughs> it's, we're only open Tuesdays and Thursdays from 9 to 11 a.m. Oh, and that's the God. only time that you can come to our office. I Other know. than that, window closed. And listen, 97% of people that work for the township are great people, and they're kind people, and they're lovely people. For some reason, I and everybody else just get to 3% that just are nasty, nasty people. <laughs> and then, so then I have a check already. I'm going to bring the check. Now I look at the paper. They don't accept checks because I guess oh. checks bounce. And now I got to come in can there I with- please go? Can I please go to 7-Eleven with you because you have to get a cashier's check? Right. That's that's how you feel. Yeah. <laughs> you have no. to get a money order? They take yeah, that's Please. I will find whatever Cedar Market, whatever 7-Eleven yeah. you have to go to, and I want to go and track down a money order with you. Yeah, I'll take a money order and then a pack of cigarettes. The last time I got a money order, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I was, I was paying Columbia House. <laughs> and I love this. And, you know, uh, wink, wink, nod, nod. Uh, they do accept cash yeah, at the township of office. So I can go in there with $123, and I think it's 85 cents, and just hand it to the lady across the thing, and then my house will not go up for auction in February. So sorry, all you bidders. Back <laughs> off. I'm keeping the property. Imagine if you didn't know. It's like, say you lived halfway across the country, and this right. was a, a rental or a shore house, and that never got back to you. Yes. And you did lose your house over $125. Yeah. And it is one of those things where we, we rarely check the mailbox, so that yeah. easily could have happened. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You may want to get your mail sent to your to, to your other house, by the way. Imagine I get there, locks changed, the Jones family sitting on my couch. <laughs> what just happened? We bought this for $125. Remember summer rental where he goes to the wrong house? <laughs> Well, good luck with everything. Yeah, I'm going to go over. When's that auction again? (laughs) I'm just jotting it down so I I remember. I'm going to go tailgate the auction. Hey, look, we get get back. We'll, uh, We'll knock out some trash. Oh, I love trash. Anything dirty or dingy or dusty. Anything ragged or rotten or rusty. It's a nice sip of coffee right there as we kick off trash. Uh, Matt Reeves, uh, he's the guy who's taken on the the Batman, right? He's now no more Christopher Nolan, no more Joel Schumacher, uh, no more Tim Burton. Uh, we are now in the Matt Reeves era of Batman. Is this guy any good? What do you know about kid him? from Twilight is going to play Batman. Matt Reeves? I know nothing okay. about Matt Reeves. Uh, sure. He's good. The trailer looks cool. It's going to be more of a, a detective movie, I, I believe. Uh, but well, that's we'll, what my kid wants. He wants more detective and less uh, less oh, Batmobile. It's, yeah, it's definitely not going to be kids. It's going to be dark. Um, it's going to be angry. That's a problem. Like, is that the sun's never up in in Gotham? You know, we're getting the Penguin. We're getting the Riddler, uh, and the guy playing the Penguin you may know as Colin Farrell. Uh, Colin Farrell, a uh, very successful actor, Irish actor. Uh, he is not only playing the Penguin in the new movie, The Batman, 
But HBO is giving him his own spinoff series. And Colin Farrell's going to return for that. So get ready. Not only are we getting The Batman, but we're going to be getting a Penguin series like Disney does. Yeah. Disney will do a Marvel movie and then do like a like right now Hawkeye. Yeah, I'm about it, five minutes in the Hawkeye. I heard it's I heard it's pretty good. I heard yeah. it's very fun. It's very fluff. Yeah. Uh, but who would have uh, thought Hawkeye would get a spinoff? I know. You know? I. Guy's it's got, Hawkeye. Guy's got six arrows. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the Penguin is getting his his own HBO Max spinoff. I remember Lil Wayne. A lot of people will put Lil Wayne up on the Mount Rushmore of rappers. I know nothing about Lil Wayne. He's a big Trump guy. Well, he, we think he, he was, was a big Trump guy. He was, I think, for some odd reason. I think Trump pardoned him, didn't he? Get him uh, out of prison. Yes, or got him out of prison. Uh, well, Lil Wayne now is being investigated after allegedly pulling a gun on a member of his own security personnel. Oh, some uh, people never learn. Lil Wayne could be headed back to jail. <laughs> uh, Travis Scott, he's the guy who's been—he's in all kinds of trouble because of that uh, Astro World concert where a couple people died. More than a couple people, I think ten people died. Yeah. Uh, he's asking a judge to dismiss one of the hundreds of lawsuits he's facing after the deadly crowd surge at his Astro World festival in Texas last month. Scott requested the suit filed against him and several of his businesses by Jerry Garcia. An attendee of the festival be dismissed with prejudice. He issued a general denial of the allegations. That's got to suck, man. You're going through a stack of papers and you're trying to dis. You got one dismissed. It's all bad. It's all. It's yes. nothing good is coming out of this. Uh, Aaron Carter. He's the. Uh, we talk about him a lot. He a poor kid, man. He was a kind of a kid star. His brother was Nick Carter in the Backstreet Boys. Kid's got like a tattoo on his face now. He got beat up by Lamar Odom in Atlantic City in a celebrity boxing match. Your brother does well. You're okay. You had enough money to live a comfortable life. Yeah. He's like, and he had his own little career for a while. He was like a a, a Disney kid for a a, a split second. Um, He's all banged up on drugs, and he was huffing office cleaner. What's the, you know the air you spray on your keyboard? Oh, 409. He he was huffing that stuff. Uh, well, now I guess he had a kid, and of course now it's drama. Him and the and the baby mama are breaking up. The cops are being called. Over the weekend, they had a visit from Child Protective Services. Oh, God. Like, it's just, it's no good. Here's the thing. <laughs> you might not be a good parent if the first weekend you have your child, Child Protective Services show up. <laughs> All right? You may want to rethink having that child. And listen, you walk in, right? Tattoo on the face? Yeah. Guilty. Guilty. No Guilty. matter yeah. what? Guilty. Alec Baldwin has deleted his main Twitter account after that. You were away. Uh, you were in Disney World. Uh, you didn't get to see that the sit-down Alec Baldwin interview, did you? Actually, With, it was the talk at Disney World. Uh, boy, yeah. Alec Baldwin did a sit-down interview where he cried. Oh, but he yeah. didn't take any blame. He didn't take any blame on killing that poor girl. Now, the big thing came out of it. He said he didn't pull the trigger. Yeah. And a lot of people are saying, well, there's older guns. Sometimes you just have to pull the hammer back. You don't uh, have to pull the trigger. Yeah, that's where we are. Uh, but he, it didn't go well. I don't think he got the press from the from the interview that he wanted to get. Yeah. Uh, so he's deleted his main Twitter. Account. Well, you want to feel sorry for him, you know? The thing is, he's not... He's not being apologetic in any way. Right. He's taking zero blame. Yeah. Uh, remember this guy, man? Blast from the past. Jesse Smollett. This guy's finally going to take the stand. Yeah, he this was, was a kid. crazy he was, case. He, he was on a show called Empire. And he thought to get some extra fame, he would set up a uh, like a fake white supremacist attack. Yeah, it was a hate crime. Where he would be walking down a street and say that a couple white guys jumped him and put a noose around his neck. Right? Uh, 
Well, apparently he's the world's worst actor because the cops, as soon as they got to his apartment, completely called him out on it and were like, dude, this is not... Everything about what you're saying is not true. Well, yeah, it was like it was like 2.30 a.m. Chicago. It, it, yeah. It's like minus 40 degrees, and he thinks people were coming around with bleach and nooses looking for a black guy to, to be a hate crime against. So I guess he, I guess the cops ended up pressing charges against him for faking a crime, and he's finally going on trial. And, and the trial's happening right now. Uh, he did take uh, the stand uh, yesterday, and he said it absolutely was not a hoax. But even the head of the Chicago Police Department came out and said, it's 100% a hoax. This yeah. kid is awful. And the guys, that, the guys that did it said he paid us to yeah. do it. And yeah, he, they had a check. Yeah. They had a yeah. check from yeah. him. I, 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 I may be wrong here, but I think when the cops got there, he still had the noose around his yes. neck. And, and a he Subway was, sandwich. He was eating a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, it was all you know. That's what I do when I'm in Chicago. It's 2.30 a.m. and it's cold outside. I go in the back to eat a sandwich outside in an alley. We'll wrap it up with this. Uh, CNN. Uh, the fired host from CNN, Chris Cuomo, announced that he lost another job. He's quitting his serious XM radio show. Yeah, it's probably better we take a little hiatus for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And this is all because, uh, well, the firing from CNN was because he helped his brother out uh, and did some very underhanded things to help his brother out. The fi- the quitting his job at Sirius is because of sexual misconduct. <laughs> this Cuomo family is a blast to hang out with. Uh, there you go. Some trash for you. Two for Tuesday, 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's rock station, and we are the ZXL Morning Show. This made me laugh out loud. And I don't think, uh, we're not going into the email bag for this because I don't think this is an email. This was somebody posting about our show yesterday. <laughs> is this a Facebook thing? This is a Facebook post. And it made me laugh out loud. Um... Is it about the selfie where they get creepy? Uh, no, no. This is someone who uh, apparently doesn't like us very much. Enough so that she took the time. Oh, okay. Um, Go on you, Facebook. I, by the look of her Facebook page, and that's all I can judge her by, it looks like she's woke. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So We may not be the guys for woke people. And I laughed out loud <laughs> when, she, when she wrote this. And I'll say her name is Anastasia. I won't say her last name. Anastasia wrote this. Is that the stage name? Is is JoJo and Scotty's target audience is your racist uncle who cheats on his wife and thinks Let's Go Brandon is still funny. Wait a minute. Say it again. I want to. I want to. Hold on. Hashtag okay. not all men. Hashtag not sorry. JoJo and Scotty's yeah. target audience is your racist uncle who cheats on his wife and thinks Let's Go Brandon is still funny. Hashtag not all men. Hashtag not sorry. If I could get that on a coffee mug, I would. Why does my uncle have to cheat on his wife? <laughs> no, that's all. Now, see, that's a great knock. Now, see, the key about a knock is you want to be as specific as you can. It yep. makes it funnier. Because if you said, uh, yeah, this show's for my racist uncle, it's not as funny. But you go I, cheats on his wife. I'm and- not, not going to disagree with Anastasia. Yeah. I'm sure we do have a racist uncle or two who may have cheated on their wives. And... Personally, I think Let's Go Brandon is still funny. I think it pretty much sums up the entire show. I don't know what the yeah. hashtags are about. Not all men, meaning not all men are like us. Well, I uh, wish, yeah, they are. I, uh, yeah, they are. I wish they would. I wish she would have went into detail on why, like what made her think that. Where's the racism? But where did it come from? Like the racism, the cheats on your wife, and yeah. then uh, Let's Go Brandon thing. I, I think that is funny. Let's Go Brandon still yeah, makes me laugh. that is still funny, and that is definitely. And I'll be uh, honest, Anastasia. I, I talked to my 16-year-old daughter, and she asked me about the Let's Go Brandon thing, and she chuckled yeah, at it when yeah. I showed her the video because of uh, the NASCAR race where it all stemmed from. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, so hashtag not all men, 
Yeah, it's all men. Uh, all of the men I think that are here, and I think ha- it is. Yeah. Hashtag not sorry. So she's not sorry. Yeah. And you don't have to be Anastasia. That's the beauty of the world. That's the the, the fact that the pa- your parents had you in this beautiful country of America allows you to write this, and no one is going to bust down your door no. and take you to a jail. For something you wrote. And we're not going to judge you either. Right. You're, you're probably a very pleasant person. And I, I, am, you know I am Scotty in the JoJo and Scotty you're talking about, and I welcome this. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's some not positive, but it's feedback. Thank you, Anastasia. But we could have a conversation with Anastasia. We could sit right I here could. and say, well, what do you think about the show? You know, we're probably be, just kidding, Anastasia. You know we're not racist, I right? would be happy. And we don't cheat on our wives. No, no, not at all. If she well, we knew, may have an uncle who cheated on our wives who's she racist. Knew, I don't know. If she knew the lives that we lived lives, when we yes. left here, then yeah, she the would lives, be yes. like, wow, what a... What a bunch of great guys they are. That, boy, that JoJo's well, a, I mean, that JoJo's a really good father, man. I don't know what Anastasia's life is like, but I would welcome Anastasia to come into the studio and have a discussion. Let's all sit and have a woke discussion. JoJo and Scotty's target audience is your racist uncle who cheats on his wife and thinks, let's go, Brandon, is still funny. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you for that. <laughs> I think I'll take that. I'm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good that she wrote hey, that. So thank in you. In response, Anastasia, hashtag I'm not sorry. Yeah, no. But yeah. thank you for the feedback. We do appreciate it. I would like so. to know where you came up with this, but we love it anyway. So thank uh, you. I'm pretty sure she can go to any of our podcasts <laughs> and just pull anyone up. She's not a fan. Let's just put no. it that way. And not everyone has to be fans. And that's the beauty of America. But you know what's interesting is like, okay, so this just came up now. Yeah. Don't you think we've been doing the same shtick for what? For 14 years? For a long time. So it's like, you know, how long did you hang in there until you realize we were Let's racist our, that cheat on our wives? Well, you see, you keep saying we're racist. <laughs> she thinks our uncle is racist. Gotcha. Gotcha. But our uncle, our racist uncle must really be entertained by us. So, so yeah. I assume that we were the racist and we think it's okay to cheat on our wives. I'm not racist, but <laughs> apparently I have a racist uncle who cheats on his wife. And thinks Let's Go Brandon's still funny, which I do think Let's Go Brandon is still very funny. Uh, and you know what? My uncles are very nice, and I don't think they've ever cheated on no. their wives. And I don't think they're racist, Anastasia. I feel like the victim now, you know? Yeah. How about yeah. this? Maybe you're, you're bullying. A bully. yeah. You're bullying yeah. us. How dare you? <laughs> you know what, Anastasia? You're a bullying stripper. Hashtag Anastasia the bully. Look, we get back. We'll do a thing called You Think You Have a Bad. think you've got it bad. I don't think uh, we have it bad. A 14-year-old Mexican girl identified as Anayela was set to marry last Monday, right? 14 years old, set to marry in uh, the Guerrero State along the Pacific Coast after her family received 9300 bucks. That's pretty good. Ninety-three hundred bucks. Is to that give away. wedding gifts? No, that was uh, to sell their daughter. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's an arranged marriage. Uh, the girl's mother took the payment despite the arranged marriage as being illegal in Mexico since 2019, prompting the groom's family to spend another twenty-six hundred dollars on the wedding, including uh, hiring a band, and they slaughtered a cow. But the teen <laughs> fled and ran to a nearby home of a fifteen-year-old friend. She thought it was her older sister who was going to be married. Uh, said a human rights lawyer, not her. She simply wanted to preserve her freedom, her life, and her safety. The groom's family asked village law enforcement to track the girl down. I'm sorry, village? The law village. Enfor- yeah, okay. it's a village. Yeah. And the ca- the poor cow had to be sacrificed <laughs> for this. And it wasn't even a wedding? Uh, they got the girl. They took her to jail. The teens uh, were released uh, from jail 
uh, the next morning, but were later put in the protective custody by the government. Uh, the woman's father had recently been killed by an unknown assailant, leaving her mother financially strapped. So the mother thought, hey, I'll just sell my daughter uh, for an arranged marriage. Any of you dummies in this country that hate this country, <laughs> yeah, exactly. this is what goes down in other parts of the world. You dumb safe space college kids. I can't wait. I can't wait the next time someone spends a, a trillion dollars on a wedding at a, at a banquet hall and just to show them how awful it is to live in another country. You just take out a cow and slice its throat. <laughs> Look, I slaughtered a cow for you. I, I know. I know. We're going to go into the crystal ballroom later. But look, the cow's bleeding out here in the back. Now, you still go on with the wedding, right? Because you already paid. Don't you still have the party I mean, You have part? the party, right? No? Uh, Best party ever in that village. We move from Mexico to not much better, New Jersey. A proposed new law in New Jersey would allow judges to appoint lawyers to animals in cruelty cases. The bill, which passed unanimously in the state uh, Senate earlier this year, is awaiting an assembly vote. It would create a courtroom animal advocate program. Yeah, that's going to last until the dog comes <laughs> in the courtroom and takes a dump on the floor. If passed, lawyers and uh, third-year law students could volunteer as liaisons between the court and the animal as a cruelty case moves through the legal system. If ensuring- my kid goes to college <laughs> and he wants to be a lawyer and he says, Dad, I'm representing a goat. Uh, animals are the actual victims of the crime, said one lawyer, adding that they would be among the first to volunteer for the advocacy role if the bill becomes law. Connecticut and Maine are currently the only states in the country with similar laws, which have been successful and operate at no cost to the court or local government. Animal rights advocates say under New Jersey's proposed law, the legal advocates would inform the court and in some cases the press and public of the health, status, and living conditions of the animal. I get what they're doing. Yeah. It's just funny to think that a dog is going to get dressed up in a suit and tie uh, and yeah, walk in the yeah. court. <laughs> you put him on the stand, you know? You got Vic on one side and a beagle on the other. Rover, I told you to wear a tie. What are you- <laughs> uh, all right, do you want to know about COVID or do you want to talk about a girl who smuggled a goldfish in the school? Give me the goldfish. All right. Uh, Feel-good story. Lauren, a uh, Lauren Scanlon, a mom of two in PA, was surprised when her three-year-old daughter's school called her in the middle of the day. Uh, the daughter had apparently smuggled a goldfish to class with her. How do you think she smuggled the goldfish in the class, JoJo? Was it in the bowl? Her sippy cup. Oh, okay, I mean, okay, I get that. The mom said I was mortified. I didn't know what to say. <laughs> uh, they posted pictures of the girl's fish swimming in the sippy cup. Uh, after picking up the girl at school, uh, the mother asked her why she brought the, uh, the fish to her preschool. She said, because I just love the fish named Mermaid oh, so much. Yeah. Uh, she's a very good caregiver. And before she closed the sippy cup lid, she put food in it. So uh, I can't be mad at her. She's a good pet owner. It's a support up. animal. <laughs> there you go. Ugh, uh, at the airport now, man. Did you see now they have little AstroTurf areas so dogs can go to the bathroom? Oh, yeah. That's what we want inside before we go uh, on the plane. Uh, yeah. What yeah. happened? Yeah. Airports used to be such a yeah. nice place to go to. Not anymore. Ugh, uh, woman's walking around with a chicken. <laughs> like, it's just disgusting. I'm looking for the pods that you get to sleep in. I hear so much about them. I couldn't find one. Uh, there you go. So I'm drinking my $19 Coors Light. That's what I want to see as a dog taking a piss. Uh, there you go. Those people, they have a bed. You, not so much. Okay, what price would you put on your kid knowing how to read? Let's play this game. We got oh. the uh, invoice from the tutor. 
uh, which was nice for a little while because my wife would do like some uh, decorating for it. It you was were like bartering. a nice bar- yeah, yeah, we bartered. Yeah, you were bartering with and her. And it was awesome. And then uh, and then she realized you can only decorate your house too much, and then you have to start charging okay. us for what it is. Ooh, to learn how to read. Yeah, a month, Fit- a month. I got the invoice. A month, okay. Uh, yeah. And I knew what it was. I knew tough. around where it's it was going to be. It's tough because he gets it for free because you pay taxes. Right, 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 right. But yeah, yeah. so he's getting it for free. Uh, the extra. I actually saw the invoice. Uh, okay, two hundred dollars a month. Uh, Four hundred. Ooh, that's a lot. And Fifty dollars. So you're paying a month. your taxes to send him to school. And four fifty a month you're paying in tutoring. Yeah, thanks, COVID. Which, and by <laughs> the way, a, that's and, a tough one. And she's a great salesperson. But is it helping him? It is actually. He's doing. He okay. is doing very well. All right. He's so if it's helping better. him, I get. That's the thing. I mean, I mean, he's not getting Christmas presents. No, no, that all went away. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just under the tree is going to be his tutor. <laughs> On his Christmas list, it says, "I'd like to continue my tutor." Yeah, because I, I actually saw the invoice and I'm like four fifty. I was like, and I know, I know it's seventy five a session. I knew about where it would be, and then I start doing the long term math. Like I'm like, yeah, okay, so it's four. And she's a great saleswoman too. Yeah. She said, listen, he can't do it once a week because the program yeah, yeah, yeah. that she teaches has of to course, be done twice, twice a week. Me and you were talking about giving our plasma. I think, uh, yeah. I think you're going to be lined up giving your plasma away uh, very soon. You know, I thought about things that I could, uh, mm-hmm. I'd be able to knock off the bill list. Yeah, so I got four fifty. You know, it's times that times twelve. So I'm at fifty four hundred dollars for the year. A year, right? In tutoring, that's now, tough, man, because you are paying taxes for him to go to school, and I, and that's tough too. I know kids who, uh, or parents who have, uh, who maybe live in a place and the high school's not that great, and they got to cough up cash to yeah. send to private school. Yeah, and, and some of these parents don't have it, and and you're seeing they're working second, third jobs just to pay to send their kid to a private school when. The, the public school is there, but the public school is so crappy they don't want to send them. I, I look at them. I see a little Dexter Manley. I'm like, do I want to raise a kid that's going to get through college and still not be able to read and hope he plays professional football? Now, is that the guy from the blind side? Uh, no. Dexter Manley was the Washington Redskin guy who couldn't read. He read at a third grade level, but somehow he got through college. <laughs> great, great NFL player. Couldn't read. Now, she says the program should go, she says, now for him really to excel. Uh, now we're at a year for fifty four hundred. Oh, she really is just selling you. Now she storm. said for it to go the way she plans, it should go for ten years. So let's times that by ten years. <laughs> It'll be twenty seven and still be in tutoring for fifty four thousand dollars. <laughs> can I just get him to a trade school and read a tape measure? I know, and and that's the thing, man. Is is yeah. you, you want your kid to do well? Yeah, we're keeping it up, and and you don't want him to fall behind, and you'll do whatever you can as a parent. And luckily, you guys do have the money for it so it's it's hard it's I know it's, so much about that last part it really takes, like, well, like i said i mean you're gonna sell your plasma <laughs> uh, so you know the money will come in that way daddy why do you have to dj tonight <laughs> son if you only knew daddy why are you so tired yeah. all the time it's because daddy has no blood daddy gave all his blood away to pay for your tutoring that plasma thing is looking pretty cool actually uh everybody thank you for your phone calls uh today phone calls are always welcomed on show glad when you're all a part of it stay there we'll kick off that rock block it is 100.7 ZXL South Jersey's Rock Station ZXL Morning Show. When you're smiling, when you're smiling, when you're smiling, when you're smiling, I'm over smiles with you. Smiles with you. And when you're laughing, when you're laughing, oh, you're laughing, oh, you're laughing. Mm, when the sun comes shining through. shining through, when you're crying, when you're crying. 
you bring on the ring. Stop your sign. Won't you be happy again? When you're smiling. Keep on smiling. And the world will smile. Good morning. Agreed. I'd like my two nuts on JoJo's mom's chin. Couldn't be done any better by somebody who's as weird as he is. Good morning. Yeah, we're rocking. Hey, thank you. You guys are the best. Don't forget to wear something sexy when you take them their breakfast. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, Yo, keep me laughing, man. You guys are great. Ah, they're not right. <laughs> Good morning. You guys are still there, huh? Hey, JoJo. You are the ultimate knucklehead. This is the radio. That's a DJ. No, but I better. Man. Like, if yeah. you were on it, I would listen to it. Thanks, yeah. man. Getting up in the morning doesn't suck anymore. Today's show was brought to you by the letters W, T, and F. JoJo and Scotty. End of discussion!